Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. We are going to talk all about tips to protect your peace, as well as taking radical responsibility for your life. I have been in my soft girl era, as I've talked about recently, and a big part of that is protecting my peace. It is such an important thing that I think does not get enough notice or credit, so we are going to dive into how you can start to protect your own peace today. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. So if you are new here, first, I'm going to share something I'm grateful for. I'm going to share something I'm currently loving, and then we are going to dive into the main topic of the episode and end with a chakra card reading. The card I pulled for this week is so freaking good. I love, 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 love when a chakra card aligns perfectly with the message that we are talking about. And of course that happened today. We love it. I just always ask the universe, please share what the community needs. So we love when she provides. So what am I grateful for? Okay. So I am grateful for having a three-day weekend this weekend at the time of the recording. So I guess it would be the weekend previous to when this episode is coming out. Kyle and I both took the Friday off because we are going out of town to celebrate his nephew's first birthday. I'm very excited. We haven't been out there because they live in California in a while. So I'm excited to go visit, excited for the three-day weekend, excited to see his nephews. They're very, very cute. And we always love good family time. So I'm very excited for the three-day weekend, for having the flexibility to do that. If you don't know my story, I haven't always had a job with a lot of flexibility. And so I really do not take it for granted, especially with Kyle's job. He has pretty limited time off. It's just how it works with his career field. And so whenever we're able to go do things like this, it really means a lot to me. And I'm just really grateful for it because I know not everyone has paid time off, has vacation days, all that good stuff. So looking forward to the weekend, looking forward to the rest. Tomorrow is going to be my Friday, which is exciting, even though it's actually Thursday, but here we are. So I'm really grateful for that. Now, what am I loving? So have you ever had like something when you discover it and then you just dive deep into it and it is like your newest obsession? Because that is me right now with Bailey Sarian's YouTube channel slash podcast. Okay. So she has a YouTube channel that I think the first thing she started was with her makeup and mystery videos. And so that's what I've been listening to. I forget the actual title of the channel, but if you look up Bailey Sarian, I'll put it in the show notes. 
um, Bailey Sarian murder makeup and mystery, I think is what it's called. And it's like every Monday she releases a new video and basically she just talks about like a true crime story while she's doing her makeup. And I don't know about y'all, but I grew up loving true crime. I loved law and order SVU, like probably fucked up, but I loved it literally as a teenager. That was like one of my favorite shows. And I love true crime. I really do. But especially as I have dove deeper into like energy work and manifestation and universal laws and energetics, I'll be really honest. I've strayed away from true crime. I definitely feel like it can bring down the vibration. We did just have an episode a couple of weeks ago. It'd probably be what, three or four weeks at this point about how I talked about three universal laws and the law of vibration is one of them. Okay. And I do think sometimes, I'm not going to say constantly, I do think though that things like horror and true crime can definitely decrease your vibration just because it's so negative and heavy, right? But what I really like about the videos, and I will say I really am mindful about my energy. If I notice that something is draining my energy, we kick that to the fucking curb, right? So what I like about her channel and her YouTube videos, and I guess they converted the YouTubes to a podcast, which I like. So that's, I've been listening to so many daring work. Um, and I love that. But if you're a YouTube person, like her videos are really fun to watch as well. I do that sometimes. Um, but I love how she does it. It's just, it feels like she's talking to a friend. And so that channel I've been obsessed with because even though she's talking about really heavy topics, like how she talks about it is just so fun and light. And it really feels like you're just like gossiping with your friend on a couch and you're like, did you fucking hear that story? Like, can you believe it? Like that's the vibe. And that's my vibe. I love that. And so, yeah, I'm just currently loving her channel and honestly, YouTube in general. So as of now, I'm so excited as of the time of this recording, all my podcast is on YouTube. Now, all of the episodes, every single one, the earlier episodes do not have a video component. I'll be honest. You're just going to hear, like hear the audio with a with a little screen, a little picture up during it. And that's like the first, I'd say 10 to 12, maybe 15 episodes. But the more recent ones, the majority of the episodes now have a video component. And I am finally caught up. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, I've been trying to get caught up for a while. And thank fuck, since getting this new laptop, I have been able to upload them and actually get them out there so much quicker. God bless new technology. God bless replacing my 2015 laptop. So I am currently loving YouTube. And so just expect more content from me, not just the podcast over there. Please subscribe if you haven't. It would mean the world to me. Even if you're more of like, I like to listen to it. YouTube can be a great place. You can watch it. You can listen to it. You could go through different episodes, maybe repeat episodes, whatever. Share it with a friend. I know it can be a bit more accessible to some people than the traditional podcast formatting. So maybe share that with a friend in instead of like the Spotify or the Apple. So the main three places you're going to find this podcast is Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. And I'm so excited to be caught up. So now expect every single week that it is going to release on YouTube on Thursdays as well. So that's a thing now. I'm so excited. I've been in my YouTube era. I'm enjoying it a lot. So just expect more from that. Now, Let's talk about protecting your peace and taking radical responsibility for your life. So protecting your peace is really important. And as I've alluded to, as I've shared over the last couple of years, this has been very, very important for me 
in my life and I've made a lot of big life decisions based on the concept of protecting my peace because honestly at the end of the day you are the only one one responsible for the quality of your life only you are responsible for the quality of your life so if something is upsetting you if something is bothering you if something is not going the way you want it to go you are the one that has to change it you have to take matters into your own hands and change what you can now of course there are going to be outside circumstances sometimes like that's normal i know that but you have to take responsibility for your life. Like that's just, sorry to break it to you. That may not be what you want to hear. I know that in our culture, in our society, we always like to put the blame on other people and other things. And do not get me wrong. I think it's very, very important to acknowledge maybe where things stem from, where character traits stem from. You know, I'm very big into my adult children of alcoholic slash family dysfunction work. I've been doing therapy for a long time. You know, I've been on this journey for like seven fucking years, guys. So this is not like new. And at the end of the day, yes, I can say, oh, this trait may stem from this situation or, you know, I personally have PTSD and CPTSD. So yes, I can maybe pinpoint where things come from. But at the end of the day, my healing is my responsibility. Protecting my peace is my responsibility. And I think that's a message that we all need to like take in a little bit because we cannot control other people, we cannot control their actions. And that is something like, I need that reminder too. So I'm not just saying this as like, I'm preaching at you. I need this reminder for myself. And when it comes to protecting your peace, I heard this really good quote. And it was saying that you are digging yourself a grave with someone else's shovel. You are digging yourself a grave with someone else's shovel. When you are letting someone else's shit affect your life so much pretty fucking powerful. And I wish I knew who said it. I'm sorry. I would give them credit, but I do not remember where I heard this. I, I don't know about you, but I have like a note section in my uh, phone and I write down quotes that like impact me. And I was just like scrolling through my notes and I saw that and I was like, oh fuck, that is so true. And I always put down who said it if I know. So I apologize that I don't know who said it. I'm not taking credit for it, but I think it's really important to remember that literally when you are letting someone else's actions or, um, you know, energy affect you that you are truly allowing, you are digging your own grave and you are using their shovel to fucking do it. And that's like, Oh fuck, we don't want to do that. No, we don't want to do that. Do we? So this is something I think is really important. It's something I've really had to do. And how do we protect our peace? And this is where, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you're going to be like, I know what Erica's going to say, boundaries. (laughs) I fucking love boundaries. Boundaries are a love language, my friends. And do not get me wrong, they're not easy to set. And once you get in the habit of it, though, I think it becomes a lot easier. But it is hard initially to set boundaries with someone or something or situation that you have never set boundaries with before. So for me, protecting my peace in the last two-ish years has really looked like shifting whom I communicate with, who I give my time to, who I give my energy to. And a lot of times they did not fucking like that I made that change. But at the end of the day, of course you don't want to hurt people, but you, you need to put yourself first. And I know sometimes we're scared to do that because it feels selfish and we're like conditioned in society to, no, no, I have to put everyone else first. I have to need, I have to care about them first. And it does not make you a selfish person to put up a boundary that protects your peace. It does not. 
It does not. And I think it's really important that we remember that at the end of the day, no one else is responsible for our peace except for us. So if I go into a situation over and over and over again, and I know that this person's energy upsets me, and if I don't, if I don't remove myself from it, or if I don't find a way to handle it, you know, we're not always able to remove ourselves from triggers, right? And this is actually something that hot take, I think a lot of people don't like hearing, but your trigger triggers, wow, your triggers are your responsibility. Your triggers are your responsibility. Now, of course, I think it's important to like communicate with your loved ones. If something is bothering you, for example, like Kyle and I, we both have our own shit. If you haven't listened to our relationship podcast, 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, I think that episode's really a powerful one. But we talk about how we both bring our own shit to the table and communication is incredibly important. So I have shared with him when something triggers me and no, of course, we're not perfect people. I can't always avoid his triggers, you know, and sometimes like I get triggered and then he gets triggered and we like bounce off each other. That happens. That's life. Um, But I can be mindful. And if I know something is going to upset him and like bring up something from his past, like I can find a way around it, or maybe it's something that you need to discuss. It's still good to go into that conversation with those mind, like with that mindset and with being just intentional with how you speak to people, right? So I'm not saying that if you tell someone, oh, hey, this really triggers me and they do it over and over and over and over again, that you need to just like fucking lie down, accept it. I don't think that's the case. I think you can like almost give like a warning, like a strike system of, hey, like, can you please not do that around me? I've asked you multiple times. Or, hey, please reminder that like this does not go well with me. So if you want to keep having a relationship with me or be in my life, we need to make an adjustment. I think it's really important to say that and do that. And so, you know, I've alluded to this a lot on the podcast lately, but I've had to shift my dynamics um, with relationships with people. And all of that has been about protecting my peace. Because at the end of the day, I'm not their therapist. I'm not their mother. I am not their life coach. I'm not the person that can take care of them and their issues and their needs. And at this point in time, how things are being handled is really impacting me in a negative way. And I noticed that when I continued on to a certain path, my peace was getting very affected. And I had to take the steps necessary to protect my own peace. And so for me, that's like right now, that's limited contact with certain individuals. That's only maybe talking in certain forms of communication. And, you know, that that pisses people off sometimes. It pisses people off when you change what they think is the status quo what they think is the normal and you go, no, 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 we need a new normal because this normal is not serving me. That will typically make people upset because they think that they can walk all over you. They think that you owe them something and here's the fucking thing. You don't owe them shit. You do not owe them shit. So you need to do what you need to do to protect your peace. And so boundaries are huge. And as I kind of alluded to, communication is also huge. So of course, I don't think the first step is like, cut that fucker out of your life. No, no, no. 
We don't want to immediately start with that. It may need to get there. It may, it may, unfortunately, but you can start off with, Hey, like, this is my boundary. Please respect it. And you can adjust the goalposts as it goes and see, is this person respecting the boundary you've placed? If someone is consistently and repeatedly not respecting the boundary that you have put down, then again, you need to take responsibility and be like, okay, they are not respecting the boundary. What is the consequence of that? In the sense of, do I no longer, I don't know, go to brunch with them? Do I no longer talk to them on the phone? Do I no longer daily text them? Do I maybe text them once a week? Do I maybe only see them once a month? Like, what does this look like? Do I just literally get up and leave when the conversation goes into a way I've said multiple times, I don't want it to go. Like you need to figure out what that looks like for you because every single person that's different, I'm not going to like tell you what the fuck to do, obviously, but I think it's really important to be intentional with protecting your peace. And this quote I actually talked about, this is what I kicked off the podcast with in my first episode. And I think it's important too is thinking about like life does not happen to you. It happens for you. And Tony Robbins talked all about this girl and well, he was talking to this girl. She was talking about how she kind of like blamed her father for everything. And if you know my story, um, I can relate to that a lot because I put a lot of blame on my dad for things for years that was honestly not necessarily fair. But with the information I had with being a child when a lot of shit went down and with just the certain isolation I had in my head, I had made it this big thing and I had put a lot of blame on one individual. And then I learned how important it was to not do that. And if you're going to, this is what he talks about in his documentary, um, Tony Robbins documentary that's on Netflix. He's like, if you're going to blame them for the bad, you don't, you better blame them for the good too. So I think that's an important reminder of like the bad things in life aren't necessarily only negative. So I've talked about this before, but about almost like a year and a half ago now, big things happened. It changed my life in a lot of ways. And I could look at it as only this negative fucking situation. And don't get me wrong, it is pretty negative and it kind of fucking sucked. If I'm just being very transparent, it, I, yeah, of course I wish it didn't happen, but it did and I can't change that. So I try to look at what are the good things that came from this situation. And one of them was like learning how to stand up for myself with a certain individual that I had not really done that with before. Um, it really was a very big lesson in protecting my peace because it got to a point where my mental health required me. It was not an option to not put in boundaries that were going to protect my peace and protect my mental health and prote protect my spiritual health. Like it's so fucking important guys. And so I want to say that though, it can be really hard to do. And I want to create space for that because I think a lot of times, um, you know, personal development speakers and podcasters and motivational speakers can be like, rah, 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 do the thing. Who gives a fuck whatever anyone else says? And like, even I say that sometimes, right? Like just fucking send it, do what you got to do for yourself. But I do think we need to make room and we need to allow ourselves 
to feel all the feelings that come with that and come with those actions. So we need to always respect the emotions that come up when we make these big changes. And when there's these big situations that happen in our life, it's important to allow us to feel the feelings and not get stuck there. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that it's like one of my biggest things is you need to feel whatever it is that's coming up for you. And if I'm being very transparent, this past weekend was really hard. And there was a day where, you know, I had an ACA meeting and it just brought up a lot of shit. And it was good because you need to feel them. Like I'm a big believer of you need to feel the feelings to heal them. And I know there's some new research shit saying, oh, there might be other ways around it, which cool, but like, I don't know those modalities yet. So for the information I have, I think it's important to feel your feelings and work through those feelings because if you don't, it's just going to get stuck and stagnant in your physical body. And that's not good. That is not good at all. Okay. I've seen a lot of health consequences and side effects from like trauma being stored in the body. And there's more and more and more research coming out about that. So I think it's really important to allow yourself to feel, to express, to let go. Right. And so this weekend, I really had one day of just struggle. I was not well, to put it lightly. Uh, My mental health was low and I just like almost felt numb, to be honest. Like, so in ACA, we talk about don't talk, don't trust, don't feel is kind of things we were taught growing up. A lot of times, if you are an adult child of dysfunction or an alcoholic, um, typically you're taught don't, don't talk, don't trust, don't feel. Maybe that was from a caretaker. I don't know. Lots of different things. That's a different, that's an episode for another day, right? But it's interesting because I personally, I either feel nothing or I feel fucking everything, just everything. And it's, it's difficult, right? And so this past Sunday, I was just fucking feeling it all. I was feeling the disappointment. I was feeling the sadness. I was feeling the anger. I was feeling all the fucking feelings because I realized, you know what? the reality I had in my mind of how I wanted my life to go and how I thought my relationship with certain people could be is not aligning with what life looks like right now. And to be quite fucking blunt, because I am protecting my peace, I have had to sever ties. I've had to radically shift my relationship with people. And that can be painful, even if it's the right thing to do for you and it is protecting your peace, that can be really fucking hard. It can be really painful and you need to allow yourself to feel it. And it was so interesting because honestly, I just felt like absolute shit until I went to hot yoga. I talked about it last week on the podcast, just how much I'm loving hot yoga. And I really think it's because it's such a fucking release. And my mindset now, don't get me wrong, it's not like I went to hot yoga and all of a sudden, oh, Erica's all happy and bubbly. No, but I wasn't numb. And to be quite honest, my emotional level, it was kind of scaring me because if you don't know my story, I'm three and a half years sober and I used to drink to numb my feelings and to escape. 
and I wasn't necessarily doing this consciously, but when I looked back, I'm like, oh, because I wouldn't drink often, but I was like a binge drinker and I could track to when things fucking went down is when I would like get some wine or get some tequila. I was a big tequila fan. I definitely wrecked lives with tequila. <laughs> I was that bitch that would make you take shots with me at the bar. So anyhow, beside the point. I was kind of scaring myself because I was getting that numb, like to the point where no, I didn't actually want to drink, but that was the mental state I had been in where if it was old Erica, I definitely would have gotten fucking wasted. Right. And that scared me. It scared me to be in that state, but I had to let myself feel it for a little bit for a couple hours. And then I moved on and this week has been great and it's been fine and life happens. But this is my reminder to you that one, it is your responsibility to protect your peace because you can tell people not to do this or not to do that, or you can ask for the boundary, but you need to be the one to enforce the boundary. You need to be the one to set the boundary. You need to be the one that assesses what is or is not affecting me because also if someone is, you know, putting their shit on you and they don't even know it. That's not on them. I mean, to an extent it is, but like if you are not communicating that this thing is upsetting me or that this boundary has been crossed, how are they going to know to not cross it anymore? And I do think it's important to give people the chance, but if you've given someone the chance and they just fucking constantly go past the line, which is kind of what I'm experiencing right now, um, then you need to fucking reassess and you need to take that responsibility to go back to what I was talking about in the beginning. You have to take that radical responsibility for your life because you are the only one that you are the one in the driver's seat. You are not in the passenger seat of your fucking life. You are in the driver's seat and the good, the bad, the ugly. You got to fucking deal with it yourself because you're driving that car. You're the one that figures out, am I turning right? Am I turning left? Do I go straight? Do I stop? Do I reverse? What the fuck am I doing? And all your friends that are in the vehicle with you, you got to figure out who's the passenger, who's my main navigator with me, who's the person that's maybe backseat fucking driving, who's, you know, way, way back in the third row if you got like a big ass SUV or something. And you need to take the responsibility. So for me on Sunday, when I was feeling like absolute dog shit, I did things that I knew would help my mental state. I laid on my acupressure mat, which did help. It was temporary, but it helped. And then, you know, I went a little back down a little bit. So I did my skincare. That helped a little bit. I ran some errands that needed to get done. That helped. Um, I then ended it with going to hot yoga. And that was just like cherry on the Sunday. And I took responsibility for my actions. And I was like, okay, Erica, I can either just wallow. I can wallow in these shitty fucking emotions or... I can do something about it and I can pivot. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that we need to be able to assess when that pivot is necessary and we need to be responsible for our own lives and we need to stop putting it on other people. And you need to acknowledge that, you know, if you are using someone else's shovel to dig your own grave, like put down the fucking shovel, put down the shovel. Okay. Do not let other people's bullshit impact your life so negatively. And now, of course, stuff happens. Life happens. Family issues happen. Relationships happen. 
friendship issues happen, shit happens, right? Work stuff happens. It's life. And to be honest, if we didn't have the negative, we probably wouldn't appreciate the good. So I really do feel like we need that balance, right? But it is your job to play the cards you're dealt. You know, if you're a Euchre fan, if you're a Michigander like I am, sometimes you just get a shitty fucking hand. Sometimes you get a farmer's hand. And again, if you play Euchre, you know what I'm talking about. You get all those nines and tens and you're like, I'm four suited. I don't have anything higher than a fucking 10. I'm just going to have to play it the best I can and see how this shit goes. And we'll figure it out. <laughs> In some hands, you're going to get all Trump suit and you're going to fucking just own it. And maybe you go alone and you just crush that hand. Right. And so different seasons of life, you are going to get different cards handed to you. And it is your job to play those cards. I mean, you could just look at them. You can just let people give you more and more cards, but eventually you got to play the fucking cards you're given, right? In my opinion. So if you're someone that's struggling with people crossing your boundaries, with not feeling the respect from others, with maybe feeling like you're constantly stressed, constantly overwhelmed, you're letting the emotions of other people seep into your life, if you feel like you're struggling with that, I personally would take a moment and write down what is it that's upsetting me? What are the instances? Maybe it's like a circumstance that's happened over and over. Maybe it's a pattern of communication that you have with someone. Maybe it's that you're noticing that this certain vibration in your life is popping up over and over and over again. But how can you make a change? So write down all the things that you're noticing and then maybe right next to it, a note or two of something you could do about it. Like break it down. You can do that. You can just break it down. Like if, for example, my phone is on do not disturb so often, so fucking often. And I don't care because you know what? I love my friends. I love my family. I will call you and text you back when I have the mental energy. And there are days, and thankfully it's becoming more socially acceptable now. This might sound so stupid, right? Because I used to be like so attached to my phone and I definitely can still be, right? I definitely probably still am more into technology than I should be. But there are days when I'm just like, I don't want to text anyone. And I look at a text and it's not that I don't want to respond to them. It's not that I don't care about them, but I just do not have the mental energy to that day. And that is okay. You are allowed to have those days. This is me giving you permission. Not that you need my permission, but you know, this is me saying it is okay to do the things that protect your peace. If that's starting every day with five minutes of quiet time by yourself so you can get centered, if that's going for a midday walk around the block, if that is for, I don't know, not drinking alcohol because of XYZ thing, or if it's, hey, you know what? I love this person in my life, but I can't talk to them every day. They're way too negative. Let's bring it down to twice a week. Let's bring it down to once a week. Let's maybe instead of constant little conversations have like one intentional conversation so they know I love them, but like I got to take it down a notch. Find different ways that you can implement taking radical responsibility of your life. And also note, am I putting the blame on other people? I think it's super fucking important to see where am I casting the blame and then look and see like, okay, but where can I make the change here? And this is again, not 
to make it so that people don't need to take ownership of their actions. But again, you cannot control that outside influence. You can only control you. You can only control, like I was saying with the card analogy, you can only control how you play the cards you are dealt. You can't control the hand you're dealt, but you can control how you play that hand. Okay. So how are you playing the hand this week? Think about that. Maybe just honestly, you know that my big theme in general is like living with intention. And this is a very important part. So again, just a reminder for the quote, you are digging yourself a grave with someone else's shovel. Okay. And that, and their shit is not your responsibility. Okay. When you allow people to interrupt your peace, you are digging yourself a grave with someone else's shovel. So don't, don't, don't do that. Okay. I know it's hard. I know it can be an adjustment, but it's really not that hard once you get used to it. And honestly, this might be controversial. I'll just say it, but I'm a lot fucking happier since learning how to protect my peace. I do have a lot more peace in my life. And sometimes I have immense guilt about that because I feel like I'm not living up to the expectations that other people have of me. I'm a people pleaser. I have all these adult child things. And if you listen to my reparenting episode, that is the inner critical parent coming out. The loving parent would not say that to you. The loving parent would want you to protect your peace. So if you're thinking about how can I protect my peace? How can I take radical responsibility? And you have these negative voices coming in your head of, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that because they need you and they need you. And like, it's your job. It's your responsibility. No, 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 no. Inner critical parent piping their fucking ugly little head up. Squash that down. What would the loving parent say to you in that moment? The loving parent would be like, Erica, I am so proud of you for making your peace a priority. I'm so proud of you for taking care of yourself. So remember, remember that, okay? Now, let's pull a chakra card and let's see what the universe wants us to know today. Okay, y'all, we pulled the universal light card, which is connected to your soul star chakra and is associated with a clear quartz crystal. You know I love meditating with crystals. I fucking love my crystals. They are the best. But, okay, so the soul star chakra If you have not listened to my chakra episode, recommend it. But the soul star chakra is above the crown chakra about like six inches. So if you're watching the YouTube, the crown is here, soul star, she's up here. And she's the one that's like really connected with the divine and the cosmos. So the universal light, you have pulled this card today as a reminder that you are always connected to this universal light. The light is what fuels your soul. Okay. And it gives birth to the stars. It is the all wise, all knowing energy. It is the unit, like it is literally the universal energy. Okay. And you are connected. You can never be separate from this energy. So you are being encouraged to focus on your connection to the universal light, to the divine, to the cosmos and do what it is, what is required to deepen this connection. So as I shared earlier, right, like I love my hot yoga. That is a great example. Meditation is a great example. Different things that you can do, maybe um, adding meditation to your routine, going to a spiritual awakening event, breath work. These are all amazing modalities, okay? So this light is the divine and unconditional love and energy of the universe. 
And as you deepen your connection, as you awaken to this unconditional love, you will feel the abundance of wisdom, the abundance of support in your life. And let me tell you, I really think that when you are connected to this divine, this, wow, divine, this divine energy, this divine universal light, it really affects your personal power. It helps you step into alignment. It creates abundance and it helps you feel powerful as fuck because you are connected to the higher version of yourself and to the cosmos and to the universe and the universe. She's powerful. My friends, she is powerful. And what I love about this is every single person is worthy and deserving of this universal light. The universe does not judge what you have done in the past. Again, if you know my story, you know, I've had my very bad days. I've made a lot of mistakes. There's a reason I'm sober now, but I am still worthy of connecting to this universal light, to this divine light, to opening up and expanding my soul star chakra. Okay. And so are you. So are you. So do not think that you need to be this all divine, all knowing fucking person in order to experience the universal light. That is not true. You are worthy. You are worthy and you are deserving of it. Okay. It understands you at the deepest level. It does not judge you. And this light is you, the purest, highest version of you. Okay. So I love this. Open your heart to receive the love of the universal light because it is available to you at all times. You are an amazing, powerful being. And now it is time for you to believe in your own light. So an affirmation for this is I am a divine channel of universal light. I am a divine channel of universal light. So do not forget that guys. This is basically, I'm taking it as a reminder. So protecting your peace, a great way to protect your peace is to take time to connect to the divine. Connect to the all-loving, all-knowing universal light of the universe because it will help you. It will support you. It will support you on your healing journey. It will help you get clarity on how to protect your peace, how to take responsibility of your life. I swear that when I'm more connected to the divine and to the universe, life just, it's not that life is easier, but I'm able to handle the things that are thrown my way. And I feel like I just get clearer answers and I just live more in alignment. So if you're looking for that, 10 out of 10 recommend. So what can you do to connect? Again, breath work, yoga, meditation, even listening to frequencies. I think high vibe frequencies. I'm sure you could look one up in according to this specific chakra on YouTube. They have tons of videos like that, which I love. So this is my reminder for you all today. You are worthy. You are deserving of this universal light, of this universal love, abundance, peace. Like I said, protecting your peace. You are worthy of this peace, okay? And the universe, yeah, she wanted you to know that today. That's why we pulled this fucking card. You know I love you guys. Take the, take the time this week to assess. Are you protecting your own peace? Are you taking radical responsibility in your life? I know that you can do it. So do not forget to stay empowered. I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. 
Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.